Welcome to another episode of The Unconventional Career Coach. I am so ready for this one. This one is a great episode if you are wanting to start your experience with LinkedIn, if you're wanting to up-level your experience with LinkedIn, if you want to start using it for your business, for your career, for your next job that you want to line up, whatever you have as your intention for LinkedIn, this is going to be essential for you to listen to for it to work. All right. I welcome everyone who is with me on LinkedIn. We have, I think it was 86 people joining us. So fantastic that you're all here. If you have any questions, let me know in the chat. All right, I have time for it. And since we are on LinkedIn talking about LinkedIn, let me know about your questions. Let me know where you're calling from. If you're listening on the podcast, hey, it is good to have you back. If this is your first time listening, welcome. My name is Marcia. I am the unconventional career coach and I help people find jobs that give them deep satisfaction and a life and career on their terms. My clients start businesses, my clients found startups, they go freelance, they become independent consultants, or they land jobs that have much, much more purpose for them, a better work culture. Sometimes they're remote or they become digital nomads. It can be any way you can imagine, but my clients all do it on their own terms. All right, so there has been a trend that I have seen in the past two weeks with every single one of my clients. It's just really funny how this stuff happens. We have a Slack community where I bring them all together and throughout the week I, I pop in with some extra coaching tools and tips as they come up for me. I support them outside of our sessions there and we celebrate our wins together. So I've been seeing the most amazing pictures from all of them traveling to Italy on a vacation, eating the best spaghetti ever toes in the sand by the ocean, cheersing with champagne in a luxury hotel bathroom on a month vacation, traveling around India um, right before she starts the promotion she never even asked for, but that she got. So all of my clients, some, some are doing volunteer work in Iceland, uh, traveling to Budapest, Istanbul. It is, it's fantastic. And I just get to enjoy that on the side. So there's been this trend. Myself, I am in Wilmington right now. And if you're watching, maybe you see that my face is very red. That's because shout out to my boxing coach, Jackie. Jackie, you did a good job. I just got back from boxing. So I'm pumped. All right. Settle in. I'm going to give you a lot of information. Yesterday, I did a LinkedIn workshop for all of my clients. It's just sometimes I just feel like something extra needs to be given. I was getting a lot of questions about LinkedIn, so I just provided a workshop for them. These are some of the nuggets that we talked about there that I want to share with you too. So I'm going to dive right in with the one thing that I want you to remember from today. If you leave right now, if you stop listening, remember this. LinkedIn is technology technology has rules. 
if you follow the rules, it will work for you. It is that simple. If you follow the rules that LinkedIn has created for the platform, you will win the game. But, but, and this is what I need you to remember, the best way to play the LinkedIn game and win consistently and sustainably in the long term is to do it your way. It doesn't matter if you follow LinkedIn's rules, if it doesn't bring you joy, if it doesn't support you, if it doesn't bring you energy, you're not going to win the game. All right. So what I'm going to share with you today is how my LinkedIn strategy has changed throughout two years of posting, one year of posting every day, and how I've gone from doing what is right, in quotes, for you listening, to doing what is right for me, and how this has helped me and my business thrive on LinkedIn. All right. So let's start by talking about what works. In other words, the game, the rules of the game, and talking about what works for me. So not playing by all of its rules. And I want to talk about three things today, three core parts of LinkedIn. Community building, whether you are starting a business, whether you have a business, whether you are employed, whether you're looking for another job, it doesn't matter. For whatever your intention is for LinkedIn, it doesn't matter. Community building is important for all of this. Posting and writing is important for all of this. And selling. And with selling, I also mean reaching out to um, companies, these kinds of things. But in selling, I will focus a little bit more on the entrepreneurship perspective. All right, so those are the three themes I want to talk about today. So let's start with community building. All right, we're on a platform that is built to connect, to connect with other people. And one of the ways, I'm, I'm going to go into the nitty gritty a little bit more. You'll, you'll, There are a billion tips out there on LinkedIn. I don't want to talk about that. If you want tips about those things, just search the search bar. You got a billion posts. I want to talk about the nitty gritty. So let's talk about commenting first. If you want to grow your network, if you want to grow your reach, you want to reach more people, you want more people to see your profile, you want to be reached out by recruiters, or maybe you want to be reached out to by clients, potential clients. Um, commenting is where LinkedIn stands out from a platform like Instagram. When you comment on LinkedIn, other people see your comment and they can see your headline and they can click on your profile. And that's how you can get uh, a new person to view your profile and potentially connect or follow. So commenting, let's say you comment four hours a day, works. All right. Commenting four hours a day, five hours a day, whatever large amount of hours a day, it will work for you to get more reach. It is playing by the rules. And every comment you can use as a mini post to share something insightful that will make someone click on your profile because they're like, huh, she has something interesting to say. He just had a good point. So commenting works, but, and I don't do that. I used to comment a lot. I even had a checklist 
of what I would do after posting, after hitting post, 90 minutes, I would do a certain step process that worked exactly by LinkedIn's rules. So I would go into the feed for 20 minutes to comment. Then I would go back to my own post to comment on the comments. Then six hours after having posted, I would go back so that it would launch my post back into the feed. Literally, this is technology. This is how it works. You play by the rules and it works. And everyone, it did work. I grew very fast doing this. And the people who I attracted were not my ideal client. I am here for business purposes. So I am on here to connect with people who are either a great collaboration partner for my business, who are maybe mentors for my business, or, and especially who are prospective clients for me. But I wasn't connecting with the right people by doing this commenting strategy where I was spending so much time doing this. But even more important than not connecting with the people I wanted to connect with, it was sucking the life out of me. Trust me, after 90 minutes of scrolling and commenting, you could just wipe me off the floor. You could drag me out of my office. I would not be in a good state of mind. But I thought that that's what I had to do because people told me that's what I had to do. And it took me a while to realize that doing that, yes, it works, but it wasn't right for me. It wasn't bringing me joy. It wasn't bringing me actually the right clients. So I stopped doing that. Right now I comment when I feel I see something just pops up and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'll comment. But I am not going to sit down and spend an hour in my feed commenting just because I don't, it's not giving me life. And why would I spend my time doing something that's not giving me life? Now what's happening as a consequence or as a result of me scaling back on commenting is that I am growing slower and the people that I'm connecting with are soulmate prospects for me. I don't know exactly how this works, but every single person I'm connecting with is talking with me in the DMs, is asking me about my work, is asking if I have spots available to work together. And I'm spending less time commenting. So again, the tech is the tech. It will work, but do what works for you because what works for you is always going to work best to consistently win and sustainably win. Those are my thoughts on commenting. Feel free to share if you're listening live to ch uh, in the chat what your thoughts are on these things, because some of these things may be a little controversial to what you have seen on LinkedIn. And I'll go to the next topic when it comes to community building. So some of you might have seen Social Saturday pop up. If you're not sure what Social Saturday is, this is uh, a movement where on Saturdays on LinkedIn, you connect with a lot of people to grow your network. There are posts that say, hey, this is Social Saturday. Uh, comment what you do and if you're open to connect. Now, you might think this is great. This is great to build connections. And again, Social Saturday works to build connections. If you just want to grow your network, join Social Saturday. It works. And it doesn't work for me. 
it doesn't work for me and I've tried it because you get a hundred of ex hundreds of connections that have nothing to do with the people that you want to connect with. Let's say you're into sustainability. You want to start a startup in a clean tech environment, for example. And on social Saturday, you connect with a hundred people. 20 of those work at Shell. 20 of those are accountants. 30 of those are, I don't know, virtual assistants. This is not going to support you. This is not going to serve you at, at all. So that's um, why I feel like Social Saturday, um, in the way it's used most often, what I see most often happen, where you just connect with anyone just to get more connections, it's not actually serving your network. It's actually diluting your network. It's diluting your feed. You're going to see a lot of stuff you don't really want to see. You're going to... Your posts are not going to be seen by the right people because you have such a scattered network. So it's actually not going to help you win the game. But if you are looking to just grow, just to grow, go ahead. But if you're looking to build a qualitatively strong network, I would suggest connecting in a more intentional way. And that you can still do that with Social Saturday. But be selective who you accept. Be selective who you um, who you send a request to. All right. So those are my thoughts on Social Saturday. Now, I see a comment coming in that I want to take a moment for. All right, about Social Saturday. Nice for numbers by Vim, but better 10 connections that mean something than 100 for the numbers. Agree on what you say. Absolutely. Better to have 10 connections that are going to bring you actual value that you're actually going to want to get on a call with or want to have a conversation with about your career, their company, your business, than 100 people who will have no connection with you at all. No pun intended. All right. I see another one, a uh, comment here about the rules of LinkedIn. Some rules extend beyond LinkedIn. The algorithm is there to keep people engaged on the platform, so not only LinkedIn. Does including a link to somewhere, anywhere outside the platform in your main post of article means that it will be shown to less people compared to the exact same post with the same link in a comment. Simple things. Absolutely. Um, Vim, thank you for this comment. This is um, very, very true. So there are some of those rules that will help you gain more reach. Like, for example, not putting a link to an outside source in your post, but putting it in a comment. Then again, being the first one to comment on your own post will drop your reach by a certain percentage that I don't know on top of my head. Um, so we can get really lost in all of these little rules because I was aware of probably 80% of all of these little rules. So I was texting people to comment so that I could be the second to comment with the link and I was driving myself crazy. So Wim, you're so right. This is a great tip for anyone who is wanting to post something with a link, post it in the comment. I just started commenting as the first one. When I put a link in, I'm just the first one to comment. I take the decrease in reach. That's just what I deal with because I want to put a link in. It's like, how much do you want to lean into the rules? How much do you want to live your life? 
So Vim, thank you for this tip. Great. Anyone listening, posting with links, put it in the comments. All right. Keep the comments going. Keep the questions flowing. And I'll go to the second topic that I want to talk about, which is posting and writing. And this is a question that I get a lot. Like, where do you get your ideas? Or how do you know what to write? Or like, what is a good post? What is a good hook? I'm not going to talk about hooks here because again, go to the search bar in LinkedIn, type in hooks. There are a bazillion posts about hooks. I'm sure you'll find everything you need there. What I do want to share here is that there are a lot of rules out there, a lot of guidelines for writing successful viral, if you will, LinkedIn posts. And yes, they work. And again, and what I have personally noticed is that I can write according to those rules. Posts will do average. Sometimes they'll do good. I write from my heart. I throw the rules in the wind. I might stick to some, you know, the first three lines, one line, a white space, another line, using those to really grasp someone's attention and stop to scroll so that they click on see more to see the rest of the posts. I will do that maybe, but the rest of the posts, I will just let my heart speak. Those posts thrive way more than the ones where I follow exactly the rules that I have learned. So um, what I focus on today, instead of focusing on those rules, the types of posts, the specific hooks, the, the, the bullets, the emojis, like all the things that I have learned that was quote unquote right, what I do instead today, and what feels so much more joyful and good and brings results to me, is focusing on specificity making it sensory and using emotion. What I mean by these three, and this is something that anyone can implement in their writing and it is so impactful. Specificity means make it so specific that someone transcends time and space into the moment that you are describing. Make it so specific that someone can feel the feeling, someone can feel the emotion, and someone can feel the sensory uh, experience of what you've written down. Instead of writing, I am, I'm tired at the end of the day, or if you are tired at the end of the day, this is a post for you. If at the end of your workday at 6 p.m. you close your laptop, and you feel the tension in your shoulders from having sat down for six hours straight without a break and all you can do is drag yourself to the kitchen only to order Uber Eats, this is for you. Now, that difference is sensory, it's specific and it's emotional. I feel that in my body. The same thing for when you guide someone to an experience that's very pleasant. When you talk about the cappuccino you had when you were working remotely from Italy, how did that freshly brewed cappuccino smell with the flowers of the oleander flowers out there when you're sitting on this little square and you feel the heat of the sun on your face and it's only 8 a.m.? That is how you write a viral post. You can follow those rules. 
It will work. But if you want to attract the right people, right specifically, right sensory, right emotional, right from your heart. Makes it a lot more fun too. That was the main reason why I started changing the way I was writing. Not because it was better for my reach necessarily, but because I was not having fun writing posts that were just, all right, now I'm going to do five bullets. Now I'm going to teach something and then I'm going to do a carousel. And no, I want to write about my tomato head and my sweat pouring down my face and my back after I come back from being completely knocked out by my boxing coach in the middle of the day. And then I get to go back to work and serve my clients. That's what I want to talk about. So that is about posting and writing. Now, another thing I want to touch upon is how do you come up with ideas A lot of people talk about content pillars and all this kinds of stuff. And you can find a lot of information about that online, which is great. So what I want to add to that is writing from the heart means being inspired by your life. So yesterday when I was doing the LinkedIn workshop for my clients, I said, so I keep this notepad and then I stopped myself and I said, wait, March, you don't actually have a notepad. Let's be real. If you're watching, if you're listening, imagine if you're watching, look at this. This is the reality of my life. There are about 20 post-it notes scattered just on my desk. There are probably about 10 more scattered around my house with ideas. Because I get inspired by my life because I write from the heart. So when I'm watching Tat Lasso on Wednesday night, I get inspired, get a post-it note. When I am listening to my audiobook, I get inspired. When someone says something in the street, I get inspired. I write it on a post-it note. And once a week, I look at the mess that now is my post-it brain, and I gather it all up, and I write it all down in one document, which is called My Creative Space, which is just a long list of um, a long list of ideas. Now, That is a great way to be inspired by your life. Look at your life and think about what that means to you, what that taught you, how that inspired you. This morning I was walking the dog and I saw a cat looking at me from the window, just sitting behind the window looking at me. And in that moment, and I looked at that cat and I was like, I wonder how many people feel like that. Looking at life from behind the glass. Like, oh, that is fun out there. Those birds and those flowers, they must smell really nice. Oh, that dog must be fun. That lady looks like she's having a good time. But I'm in here. How many people feel that way? Wrote it down on a post-it as soon as I got home. That's a new idea for a post. Maybe you're listening and you're like, I do not know where that post is going. That's called called my brain. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) So... All right, so this is just an idea for you to have next to all of the really, I would say, like masculine energy uh, structured kind of ways to write posts out there with the content pillars, with the schedules, with the Excel sheets of the data and using Shield to see what works and what doesn't. I don't use Shield, by the way. I don't analyze my posts. Maybe I should. Maybe there's a marketing person right now who's like, oh, my God, Marcia, what are you doing? Um, no, 
I just write from the heart. Not to say that I will never get it. Maybe I will. But right now, my post-it system is serving me just fine. A little bit of flow, a little bit of femininity, a little bit of creativity. Um, that is the main message here. Good. I see Natasha commenting. I love it. Use your inspiration to create your post. I usually get a lot of inspiration as well. Great, Natasha. Really curious how you are capturing that inspiration. Is there, is it something you just keep in your mind or is it something that you um, write down or capture so you don't forget? Very curious. I feel like we can use another perspective here. So feel free to comment that if you feel like sharing. All right, so let's get to selling. Now, I want to talk about selling because if you have been on LinkedIn, I'm sure you've been pitch slapped. You've been um, approached in the DMs asking if you want to buy a new software program or a coaching program or any type of thing. Um, I've been approached to buy apps and <laughs> all kinds of different things. And um, there is one, one thing here that I've started doing that I didn't do before. Uh, and that's that I don't accept everybody's um, connection request. If someone connects with me, I always check what their profile looks like. If they are uh, a business coach or someone who is trying to sell something to me, like a podcast editor, or I don't know, I don't connect with them anymore. It's just because I don't need that right now. So when I need that, I will go look for it. But right now I don't want, I, I don't want to be spending my time being sold to. So um, that's just my personal choice. But when it comes to selling, there's one thing when it, when we're talking about like what works and what works and what are the rules. So there are two different ways of selling that I see. And one is more like mining, right? We, we mine until the dirt has dried up and there's nothing left to give. So what do we do? We send uh, automated messages to as many people as we can offering our product, or um, we connect with a hundred people every day and max out on our connection requests to just get people to our newsletters and automate all these kinds of things. Now, this works. Mining works. It does. And it's not how I want to do business right now. The way I want to do business right now is in a gardening way. So instead of mining and drying up that spot, basically letting go of any opportunity to, to, to thrive from that same spot, to, to harvest from that same spot, I'm gardening. So I'm not automating that. Uh, I am not sending people uh, a billion messages or immediately telling them to work with me and here's the link and it costs this much and please sign up. Um, I water. I give a little bit of sun. I see how the seed's growing. If the seed doesn't want to grow, then it wasn't for me. Then the, the, the soil wasn't good for that seed. It probably grows better somewhere else. And when it's time to harvest, we will harvest. But not every single one, not every single vegetable, not every single connection is going to be done at the same time. So you got to put your 
feelers out. You got to support and nurture your community. And that's how I like to do business. Not saying that there's not a time and a place for mining. It does work. And there are a lot of people who swear by it. Great. It just doesn't work for me. So again, you do you, boo. You do what works for you. It's the only way to consistently and sustainably win the game on LinkedIn. So how does that work, gardening? One of the rules that I have for myself is I don't message cold. I do not approach people who haven't had a, a touch point with me. If someone liked, commented, shared, uh, followed, connected, went to my event, whatever it is, if they had a certain type of connection with me, then I reach out. I reach out because I'm curious. I reach out because I'm excited. Oh, this person saw what I wrote or this person liked uh, my perspective on this or this person had a very different opinion and I loved that that person shared it with me. This person joined the podcast recording. Awesome. How did you like it? That is gardening. And this is not my own concept. I love this podcast called The Beautiful Business by Mark Butler. He talks about gardening and mining. And when I heard him talk about that, I was like, that's it. That's what I'm doing. That's what feels good to me. So there's no cold messaging, although cold messaging works, right? Sending out all of those massive, massive amounts of messages, it works. There are people who build a whole entire business out of cold messaging. Great. Just not how I want to do business. So last thing I want to touch on when it comes to selling is fake urgency. And you see this a lot as well in any place where something's being sold, whether that's LinkedIn or Instagram or in the newspaper or wherever. Um, giving this fake sense of urgency of like, you should buy now because this is going to run out. You're going to miss out. Instead of saying you're going to miss out, I would like to say you're going to love it when you join. <laughs> I simply cannot not do what I do. This is going to be so, so good for you. That is, that is a message from my heart to the people in my community. When you join, this is going to be so, so good for you. And instead of having fake urgency, which does work again, it does work. I work through transparency. So when I say there is X amount of spots left to work with me, there's X amount of spots left to work with me. And there's no push there. There's no, well, you should really join because there's only X amount of spots left. No, I'm just telling you so that you can make the best informed decision for you. This is me watering. This is me gardening. So that is something about LinkedIn that... Again, you can do in your own way. You can see what works for you, what feels good for you. Because your way is the only way you'll win in the long run. So we've talked about community building. We've talked about posting and writing. We've talked about selling. I see some other ideas coming in for uh, capturing post ideas that I want to share with you on the podcast. So 
Post-its. Yay. Someone loves post-its. I love Google Docs. Have some scribble files for that. Immediately sorted by theme. Easy to add to on phone because I'm always carrying that or computer when I'm on it. And I don't need to deal with my terrible handwriting. Love that. I <laughs> love that, babe. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I like scribble files. I like that a lot. I feel like that could be your memoir or something. <laughs> Natasha says she journals. The journal is your inspiration. And know that I can use my journal to make posts as well. That is that is a really, really great tip. It's something that I use as well. I read a lot. I journal. Those things help to be inspired and to put your thoughts onto paper. And recently I've started journaling first in the morning because then my mind still, I don't want to say uncontaminated because that sounds a little intense but it's not yet influenced by whatever I've read because I we all read a lot during the day so in the morning I don't have other people's thoughts in my mind yet because I haven't read yet so then writing gives it me a really good uh, outlet for my own thoughts to flow out all right some more comments I love it true fact says Wim the garden thrives when pruned from the cuttings, one can propagate the plants to give away. Giving from your garden means a more robust and healthy garden and spreading goodness. That already feels so good, doesn't it? Like give looking at that that metaphor, the metaphor runs runs so deep. There are so many ways you could look at the garden. Um, and absolutely, this, this creates a healthy uh, garden, a healthy community of people who you can harvest from from so much longer than just today vanessa says i appreciate your point of view i'm not a fan of getting cold messages so why would i send them absolutely i believe in speaking from the heart always you'll come off as more real and i always appreciate those gardening messages as outreach very valuable amazing yes absolutely so if you don't like receiving something then why would you do it yourself? That's a really powerful question. So a coaching question that you could ask is, what? How, how do I like to be approached? How do I like to be approached for um, a job maybe, for uh, a product that I want to buy, for a service that I might want to buy? How do I like being approached? Is it immediately with the offer? Is it holding back the price? I used to hold back my price. I stopped doing that. When I am considering buying something, I want to know the price. I want to know if it's in my budget. So I'm up front. So asking yourself that question, how do you like to be approached, reacted to, responded to, and incorporating that in the way that you communicate with people can be really, really, really helpful. All right. So the main message of today is do it your way. LinkedIn is a technology platform. Tech is tech. AI is AI. It follows rules. You can follow the rules and be successful. If that is the way you want to do it, go you, celebrating you in that. If you have another way, go do your own way. If you want to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that, go do that. Follow your joy. Follow what excites you, where you feel inspired, 
If commenting for four hours a day doesn't make you feel inspired, don't do it. If it does, because you get inspired by reading other people's posts, do it. Follow your joy. All right. So posting on LinkedIn and connecting with others on LinkedIn has led me to helping other people find a career that is deeply fulfilling and a life on their own terms. I am taking on two more clients in the theme of transparency and not fake urgency. I'm taking on two more clients at the moment. And in six months, I will help you create the career that you secretly dream of. The career that you know you want, but maybe you're a little scared to say it out loud. Maybe you don't really know how to get there. Maybe you're not really sure what that is that you want, but you know there's a desire for change. I am here to help you with the how. I'm here to help you get from stuck and unfulfilled in your work and life to deeply satisfied, sipping those cappuccinos in the morning, smelling the smell of the coffee, being like, wow, this gets to be my life. I get to have work that I am passionate about, that means something to me. I get to be wealthy, not just financially, but also in time. Time to go to the gym when I want to. Time to, to have dinner with my family and not be late at the office. Health, to not feel burned out, to not have constantly high cortisol levels because you're so stressed about all the deadlines that you have, your boss has put onto you. Wealth in a holistic way. I'm here to help you get there, like I've done with my clients who are at this moment, traveling the world, running their business, thriving in there. I quote a message I got today, my cool new job. Um, I'm here to help you with that. And the first thing that if you feel like, mm, I'm, I'm kind of interested, I don't know, I might want to try something out, send me a message. Let's chat. And uh, what I'm going to do as well is I'm going to drop in the chat a link to a guided coaching experience that I have recorded for you. In 23 minutes, I take you from unsure what your next career step's going to be to actionable steps you can take to get there. I'm going to help you visualize what you want and create the momentum to actually take steps to get there. Now, if you're interested in that, you can get it through the link in the in my comment section here. Um, I have had so many good responses to this already. It's really great to see how people are feeling inspired and motivated and um, letting simply a notebook, a pen, and my voice guide them to action. So that is there for you as well. All right. I want to thank you all for being here with me today, for listening along. Let me know what stood out for you the most today, what surprised you maybe. And if you're feeling the pull to reach out and see how I can help you have that career that you are dreaming of, send me a message. I'm here to help you. Sending you lots of love and I'll see you all next week. Bye everyone.